Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Hello, happy Wednesday. The last Wednesday of Curious Conversations for 2021. It's exciting. So it is our last episode of the year. We are wrapping up this week, working, wrapping up the year. What a year. And wrapping presents. Yes. Oh my God, I have to do that later. Actually, no, I won't do it later. I'll do it another day. But today we recorded 21 things we learned in 2021 which was fun how stereotypical the no, things we learned but do you know what like i'm so sick of talking about lockdown i'm so sick of talking about covid it's yep. like there's been positives out of 2021 and we want to talk about it because i hope maybe it makes you guys reflect and resonate with your 21 things that you might have learned in 2021 and focus on some good things yeah exactly yeah so that was a fun episode to record. Go on, throw me under the bus very early. No, I already did in the episode. So okay. <laughs> um, but no, let's, I just want to talk about, before we get into the episode, I want to talk about one thing that you are excited about for Christmas. Ooh, Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Christmas Day, generally, um, I wake up super early still, mm-hmm. natural. I go for a run. And by the time I get back, my I tend to go to Mark and Ash's house. Mm-hmm. And the, favorism. Don't say that. That's why I whispered. Um, and I spend Christmas morning with the kids, mm-hmm. and I think it will be special this year because we've got a new addition. Yeah, Macy, how cute. Yep. And then I come home and I start cooking for the fam. So we have a big family. So obviously we have a very big lunch. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. What about you? What are you looking forward to? Um, first Christmas with the twins. I think that'll How be good. fun. Um, just a little bit of a distraction. I we checked the weather before on Christmas Day is going to be really nice, amazing. So if you're in Melbourne, like oh, about yeah. time. Yeah, it's thirty um, something degrees. We, I love when Christmas Day is hot. It's so fun because. Like when mum's cooking, I do help cooking as well. Like I'm in charge of the fish and do a few salads and stuff. But when everyone's done and we're all ready, like we sit outside, have a few drinks, have some oysters, like it's fun. Do you have a tradition Christmas Eve? Not Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. We used to. I used to do a family thing on Christmas Eve with Jess, our bookkeeper. Um, And it was like a tradition. Like we just always do Christmas Eve, but we don't do it anymore. Um, That's when I go to the pub with all my friends. Um, but yeah, do that and then have lunch and then we all sit by the pool and just like, it's just fun. Like yeah. sit by the pool, drink, play games. So with the twins, it'd be kind of fun this year. It's going to be yeah a whole new experience. Yeah, it might be a little bit hot for them outside. I'll give you a forewarning. They're going to be more interested in the wrapping paper than the actual presents. Well, you know what? Funny thing is my mum said this year, this is so funny because last week we were talking about Christmas trees, but mum said the other day, oh, I'm not going to put the Christmas tree up this year. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? 
like why? Like I know my, where you get your Grinch from then. No, my mum's <laughs> not like this. Wow. No, my mum has the best Christmas tree. It's this beautiful like really chic white Christmas tree yeah. like decorated to the like it's and mum has all Christmas decorations up everywhere. Like my mum does Christmas quite well. And she was like, oh, this year I don't know if I'm going to put the big Christmas tree up. I might just get a little one. I'm like, what? I'm like, why are you going to get a little one? That's ridiculous. And she's like, well, the twins. I don't want them pulling, like, all the things off the tree and pulling the tree down. come on. I'm like, mum, they're literally going to be there, like, for two days. Like, it's fine. She's like, oh, I'm going to get one of those fences to put around. I'm like, absolutely not. (laughs) I'm like, if they pull it down, they pull it down. Yeah. I'm like, just tell them no a few times and they won't touch it. And mum's like. And I've learned that at my house, like there's this one thing that they keep touching. I'm like, no, and then they don't touch it. And then when I'm not looking, they go around and touch it. I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's going to be fun and exciting. Pumped for that. How good. And I love Christmas Day food. Like I just love like the whole thing, like eating, drinking. This this time is my favourite time of the it year. It is. It's fun. Every time a Christmas carol comes on the radio, like my mood just picks up. Yeah. It's, it's – I hate shopping centres. I don't mind. I no. went to High Point the other day. It wasn't that bad. I went, what day to go? Monday. It was so fine. Yeah, right. Because they open all day, 9 a.m. to like 10 p.m. It yeah. wasn't that bad. Um, I still haven't finished Christmas shopping, so I have to do that this weekend. Yep. Which will be fun. I might do it tomorrow. I just have to go to random places like Gold Class Cinema, like oh, Mecca, yeah. like just stupid places. I probably will avoid shopping centers. Yep. All right. Well, Let's dive deep into our episode, the 21 things. I learned in 2021. Stay well, guys. Bye. Happy last episode Ooh. of the podcast for 2021. How good. How freaking exciting. What a year it has been. What a year. I know. So today is Wednesday and it's Christmas Eve this Friday and Christmas Day is on Saturday and we're finished for the year and finished recording, so this is a vibe. Big vibe. Yeah, massive vibe. Sun's out. Sun's out. It's actually really nice weather today, so we love that. But um, we kind of wanted to do the last episode, a little wrap-up of 2021. Uh, we're sick of talking about lockdown. We're sick of, about, can't even talk, sick of talking about COVID. So we're going to talk about the 21 things that we learned in 2021. Yep. Now, I gave Sarah the task about four days ago and I think she came back to me with three things. I think the rest are mine, but we're going to alternate. Um, And it's just basically things that we've learned this year and, yeah, do you reckon we should just get straight into it? Kick it off. Okay. So the first thing for me is 21 things I learned in 2021 is heartbreak is shit. That's it, yep. Yeah. I obviously, everyone on the podcast knows that I went through a breakup in like May and – I just forgot how shit heartbreak is. Heartbreak is shit. Yeah. I I agree with that. But don't you also – you don't regret it because you're like, oh, wow, like I actually – it happens for a reason. Yeah, 100%. But I just feel like in that time, like there's nothing worse. And it's the same as like grieving. It's like there's nothing worse when you're in that moment and you're so sad. Like you miss that having someone to talk to, that attachment thing, that f- best friend or whatever mm. and telling – everything too and then it's taken away from you and it's like you feel so alone like and it's only a matter of time that you get over it and you kind yeah. of when you're in that moment you're like I don't think I'm ever going to feel yeah. normal again you think but it's, you do yeah. and you know you always talk to friends and they're like honestly like I know you're really sad but it will get better and you're kind of in that moment and you're like no it won't it won't get better so I forgot how shit that feeling was 
was it one of your first? Was that your worst heartbreak, you think? Um, no, probably. It's up there in top three, but only because like I think I had been single for so long and found it really hard to trust a lot of people and yeah. I felt like I jumped into something. He was probably the first person that I've actually trusted since I've got hurt, which yep. has been a long time. So I feel like maybe that's why it hurt more. Yep. Um, but definitely not the worst, but um, yeah, it's, but do you know what? Like it's, I've healed, I, you know, all that kind of stuff and friends with him now. So it's fine. You actually are very Yeah, we're actually quite good friends, which is weird. I've never really like been friends with an ex or someone I've dated. Like you usually just cut them out of your life and you don't talk to them again. So it's mm. kind of nice. Um, but that's my number one. What's number two on the list? Well, your shared note won't open on my phone. Oh, I love that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Tully, you can't say number two. Well, if for 2021, it wasn't. This Maybe it, not long-term, but 2021, no, thank you. This is for everyone who's listening. This isn't from me, but I will read it out. I'm a little Sarah didn't no. complete the task. Oh, I'll say it. I'll say it then. I don't care. Two, Victoria isn't the place to live in 2021. I'm a little bit offended. Well, that's fine. It's not yours. No, and I know you are too because we have a good friend who says she dislikes Melbourne and she lives here and and you go. But did you, I didn't say dislike or hate. I said it's not the place to live in 2021. You're telling me if you had the choice to live in another state in 2021, you wouldn't, or a country, I know you wanted to go to Italy, that you wouldn't. That would 100% be a better place to live than 2021. No, no, no. I would still choose to be here. In the lockdowns? Fuck no. Yeah. Nah, nah, because you know what? My family was here. I'd rather be with my family than overseas. With pe- They're going back through it right now, yeah, getting locked down. I, like, okay, well, that's we're completely different. I'm selfish and I feel like I lost a year of my life when okay. I could have been expanding, experiencing. So what? But Going on adventures. By yourself. I've got friends overseas. I'm fine. I've got friends in Queensland. I'm not saying I would yeah. be going overseas. I just would have liked to be in another state for 2021. Okay. What I about the twins? That's fine. Like I'm just saying selfishly for me, yeah. 2021, I would rather be Victoria. And I could tell you all our best friends would say the same thing. Yeah. Rosa, all of them. Tw- why would you live in Victoria in 2021? They would all say it. Yeah. You're, you just seem to be the only one that's no, not because it. I- It's funny because in lockdown you hated being here and you wanted to go to Italy. So – that's you're literally contradicting yourself no I'm not I'm not I actually I didn't like lockdown but it was what it was couldn't change it so I tried to make the best of what I had with my family and my friends but you can't tell me that you weren't looking on websites to try and go 100 exactly 100 so what's number three I can say number three because I've got a special word that I say to Oh, yeah. You and everyone. This is also mine. So yep. Sarah's only like the last fucking like four, but anyway. <laughs> okay, go. Friend family. My friends are family, yeah. That was number three. Yep. And I, I've i said this for a very long time. I, I presume you have, but my, my friends and my close, close friends I consider as a – as my family. Yeah. They're an extension of my family. They're welcome into my family. I don't know. I just that's that's how I view my close friends. Yeah. Well, that's why I put it down as my friends are my family. Oh, savage. Yep. But I also learned in 2021 that like you kind of need your friend like maybe last year as well, but the la- yeah, maybe the last 2 years I've just realized fuck like 
if I didn't have my friends, like, yeah, whew, I don't know if I would have got through a lot. You and your friends are different to your family. Oh, 100%. There's things I talk about to my friends I wouldn't talk about to my family. Yeah. Um, and I know, speaking about our relationship, everyone's always like, you are sisters. Mm, we literally got told yesterday. We definitely fight like yeah. sisters. But I don't know, like people say blood's thicker than water. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? These people are my family. Yeah, 100%. Um, so number four is, and this is something I probably only put down as of the last like two months because mm-hmm. obviously we've been in lockdown for a long time, um, but margaritas and a good night out is fucking good for the soul. Yeah. Like amazing for the soul. We've had some really, really fun nights the last two months. Like when did we get out of lockdown? Probably like two months ago. Yep. Um, and we've had some really, really fun nights out just living life, carefree, giving zero fucks. And I know there's something further down the list that we'll also speak about, but we were speaking about this yesterday with our good mate Christian and we're reflecting on some of our most fun nights we've had out yeah. recently. And we are like, do you know why those those nights stick out in particular? Mm. It was because we didn't have any expectations uh-huh. of the night. Yeah. They're like the best nights when you're just going out for like a quiet dinner and then you end up like, for example, like when we used to, like Sarah and I, obviously you've listened to this or if you haven't, hi. But hi, welcome, podcast, first time yeah. listeners. Um, we obviously travel a lot to Los Angeles and stuff like that and we've had nights where like we've just gone out for a casual dinner like to Goldie's or something mm. and then randomly one of our friends is like, hey, do you want to come to a party in the hills? And we're like, oh, and they're like, oh, it's Justin Bieber's house. We're like, mm. yeah, hell yes. Yeah. Like and those nights are like the funnest nights when you've got no expectations, you're literally just going out or it's the same when you like meet people, don't you think? Like you always meet guys or like – um, really cool people on like the most random nights. Yeah. Like so, but, but yeah, we've had some really fun nights. This is what I said to you yesterday when we're talking about expectations is how do you lower expectations? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe go in. Maybe for me when I hear that question, I'm like maybe go in and don't presume the outcome of the night. Yeah. Like, you know, in the Four Agreements, the book, which is like the most amazing a book, that um book, one of the things is don't presume. Like Don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions. Yeah. So like maybe that's how you lower your expectations. Yeah. Like, you know, when it's like someone's birthday, like, oh my God, it's gonna be the best night. We're gonna get absolutely like do you know what I mean? Like maybe don't go into it like that and be like, hey, wherever the night takes us, the night takes us. Like us last weekend. Not that we were Debbie Downers. Oh, yeah. But we I had were like, last weekend. I had fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had fun, but a couple of our friends were like, come on, let yeah, your hair down. Let yeah. You. So Tully and I had a really big Sunday coming up for work and Monday. Quite and so, a big week, yeah. And so we're like, okay, Saturday, we have to actually keep it tame. We, Tully and I have rubber arm. Someone can be like, oh. Which I never thought I did. Maybe that's another one I need to put down for 2021. Yeah. I, I do have a rubber arm. Yep. I didn't think I had. I thought I had really good self-control. But I do have self-control. Weird. Don't but you think? on a night out now, you're like, you're easily influenced. Yeah. But, I, but that night I did have self-control. I pretended to drink most night and just had soda water. Yeah. So exactly the same. Yeah. And um, I think – I had fun, but I think everyone expected us to be a bit more of the life of the party because how we've been of late. Yeah. And because we didn't bring that, yeah. their expectations of us yeah, true. were a so little bit disappointed. Yeah, so let's just say you can't presume a night's going to be like 
any other night. Maybe that's how you go in with yep. that. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, you can do the next one. Five. Yes. Your health, your well-being, and your loved ones come above all. Mm-hmm. That's Talk to me. Tell me. I just like – I don't know. The next one. <laughs> so, I'll explain why the next one's. Like, I, so I read the next one. I was and I'll like, explain why after. No, so I just, I don't know. For me, it's like, obviously, I'm always passionate about my health, my well being, and loved ones. And I feel like they're just my non negotiables. Like, yep. my health is a non negotiable, my wellness is a non negotiable, and my friends and family are non negotiable. So they come above anything else. Yep. Um, and I've learned that this year. I've always kind of been like that, but it's just something I recognized a little bit more this year. Um, it's something with, that we have an agreement with with work mm-hmm. is that family comes first. Family comes first. Is yeah. If our siblings need us, if we need, if we want to have lunch with our mm. parents, yeah. great, go do it because your family's first. Yeah, and that's been something that we've always gone by, like, don't get us wrong. Like, we work really hard on Tally Lou and, like, you know, our life is a lot of, like, Tally Lou podcasts and all that stuff. But if Sarah was like, oh, my dad wants to have lunch with me, I can't work for a few hours. I'm like, oh, my God, of course, family always comes first. Yeah, My sister, for example, I babysit the twins every second Wednesday, I know Mm. I do that and it's like it always comes first before work. I think it comes down to that old saying about life is you don't work. What is it? You work, you live, you work to live, not live to To work. work. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. Um, So true. Okay, so the next one I have to laugh. Um, So I was on the phone to my friend Christian before a couple of days ago and I was telling him, like, oh, my God, we've got to do these 21 things that I learned in 2021. These are the things I've got. Like, what are yours? Like, because I was interested. I don't know how the hell we got talking about vibrators. Um, That's just Christian and I. We have, like, the most random conversations. And we're talking about vibrators and and, um, women's sexual health. Mm -hmm. And so you can say this one. Um. Self, sexual health is important. important. So we Ooh. were talking about like vibrate, like just everything and obviously got into the I discussion. I have a question. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you got your first vibrator? I actually went to so random. So I think I was like 16 because I went to like, you know, when they used to be like Tupperware parties, but yep. they had the sec- the adult parties. Yep. I always had older friends and um like one of my 18-year-old friends, she, yeah, she must have been 18, had one of those adult parties and I won past the parcel oh. and there was a vibrator in it. So that's when I got my first. My first was when I was 18 and it was a Christmas gift. Was it? Yeah, so yep. mine was just like a lucky dip thing. Yeah, like, but from an older friend. Really? Yep. Never so maybe that's our, our, our passing on. We have to find a younger friend and be like, here. True. Look after yourself. I, I've actually got a friend. <laughs> I'm not going to name names. I actually have a friend who is our age, 33, and has never used a vibrator and Shut doesn't up. own one. I'm Shut not up. I'm not going to name the name. Maybe buy them for a Christmas present. Yeah. Well, we've had this discussion before, me and another friend, and she's like kind of not for it but kind of for it. Anyway. It's, it's a game changer. Yeah. Um, number seven, plans can change and I'm okay with it. Okay. So this one for me, and you can talk about for you as well, this one for me, if you had have gone back to 2020, like the start of 2020 before the pandemic, if change, like, and even during that period, like if things change, I would fucking lose it. Be so angry, so furious because I'm such a control freak. Mm. Now, two years 
on, things change all the time. Like, you know, you could be having an amazing day and then it's like you go into lockdown at 8 p.m. tonight. So I've learned not to react to those things and I've learned to be like, it, it is what it is. And don't get me wrong, there's been times this year when I have reacted like to things, no, to change, like mm. to lockdowns and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but now I'm like, like even the last lockdown, like everyone's like, oh, we're getting out of lockdown. I'm like, look, yeah, they say we're getting our lockdown that day, but I'm also prepared that it's not going to be that day. Yeah. It's even with our upcoming trip to Queensland. Yeah. End of this month, you're like, look, we're going, but it could get cancelled. Yeah. And Who I'm knows? okay with it if it happens. Like, of course, like I'm dying to go to the Gold Coast. Like I've got friends up there. We do it every year. It's fun. It's like a tradition and we have heaps of fun. Like I want to go, but I'm also mentally prepared not to go, which is shit, but whatever. I I have a question when it comes to change because I'm such a routine person. You're yeah. such a routine person. Are you okay with changing your daily routine now? I don't love it, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. You don't beat yourself up. Nah. Say if you missed a workout, nah. you don't beat yourself up. Nah. But like it still makes me pissed off, but I'm like I don't dwell, dwell on, on it. it. Yeah. Mm. Like I'd be like, oh, fuck. Like yep. even like a few weeks ago I wanted to get up and – go to a workout um but I was sick and I was like oh no like I'll be fine I should just go and then I was driving and I was like this is not a good idea so I turned around and went home I was pissed off about it because it's like my routine and that's what I do every Wednesday Mm. or whatever but then I was like Tully you actually physically can't like Mm. you need a day at home and then I was fine with it I didn't dwell on it I was like um but yeah I'm not like I agree like I I have seen it in myself the last couple of months it's especially after a night out mm. I've noticed with you and I usually we go to Pilates yeah. or something but a Sunday now if we don't work yeah like we we're happy to not work out yeah. just go have coffee have lunch yeah it doesn't matter yeah and like I think I know myself self so well now it's like I'm listening to my body a lot more and if I'm okay with doing something then I'm okay but if I'm not okay with it, I'm like, no, nah, you just generally shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the next one? Oh, one of our favourite topics right now. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok actually taught me a recipe. It taught you a recipe. I think yeah. you did one too. I did the what salmon bowl. Yeah, you did the salmon bowl. Yep. So you guys have obviously seen the salmon because it was on Instagram as well, that salmon sriracha. What was it Sriracha. Called? The sriracha, salmon yeah. bowl sauce. Do you know the one thing I actually learned from that yeah. and I had to Google it and ask friends? The rice like, thing? Yeah, the ice cube. I don't cube understand why she did that. To keep it moist. So was it already cooked? Yes. Oh, because she got it out of the fridge. Yes. That's what, I was like, why Why do you do that? That makes sense. It was already pre-made. Yes. Ah, oh, yeah. So I actually, I actually had that recipe this week. Yeah. But I didn't have a salmon fillet. I just had a tin pink salmon because I couldn't be fucked cooking salmon. In saying that also – TikTok is such a topic of conversation. I was talking about the salmon recipe with my brother the other day. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to try that, the one from ages ago, the salmon, uh, the pasta bake one. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, we've obviously, we do TikTok for business as yeah. well. And, and personal. We were on an interesting um, Zoom the other day with the people from TikTok yeah. and they were saying that at the moment people are consuming TikTok on average, for 85 minutes a day. More than Netflix. Yeah. I was shocked by that. But it's true. You can get very lost. But you know what? Like this is another one. It's not on here and it's kind of the same. But TikTok 
yeah, okay, there's a lot of like dancing and all shit on there, like lip syncing and stuff, but it's actually quite educational. Oh, 100%. The stuff that I learn on TikTok, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like hacks, cleaning hacks. Um, Do you know what I – General hacks. I was actually reading something the other day that the most watched TikToks this year were actually for st- sustainability. Uh-huh. One was the banana peel fertilizer that I oh, learned. Yep, yep, yep. And they ran down the top five, and it was all to do with sustainable projects. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. I love that. I follow a few accounts that are like the cleaning products accounts. Yeah, like um, the hacks. Yeah, I learned to clean the washing machine with like white vinegar, like the thing. Um, That's how I learned to clean out the, the bottom rubber. bit of my. Yeah, washing machine. And, and, you know, the rubber thing that is around the washing machine. Yeah. I never knew to clean that. Oh, yeah. It's it gets actually all, disgusting. It gets all caca in it. Yeah, yeah. like uh, du- it looks like dust but it's obviously dirt. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's revolting. And it's I, more wet. Yeah, wet. I tried to clean the other day and I was actually gagging. It was That's so what makes your clothes smell. If you don't, if you wash them and they don't smell like, I was like washing what? powder. I was like, this is foul. Um. Okay, let's go – what was the next one? Oh, my God. We learned to adapt and build resilience, did yep. we? Yep. Talk to me. Um, I just feel like this year I've like definitely – I mean, I've always been quite resilient, but I have built resilience by just like not giving up, especially the last lockdown. I feel like I probably would have – I I don't know. I feel like I would have crashed and like had a mental breakdown, but I just was quite resilient through the whole thing. What made you resilient? I don't know. Opa, mamma mia. Sorry, the microphone. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe my friends. I don't know. I just feel like I was, I just learned how to be more resilient. I, me, just yeah, maybe. Well, this is my point. No, no. <laughs> but do you think you did? No, this is me analysing oh. you because I'm a qualified psychologist, psychiatrist. Well, yeah, not really. <laughs> Take my advice as you will. I think a lot of your growth and people's personal growth comes from self-reflection and you tend to do a lot of self-reflection mm. and I think you've chosen to work on yourself which has allowed you Mm. to become more resilient, like your attitude in saying, yeah, change is inevitable. Yeah. Get used to it, Tally. Yeah. I I think I, you know what, I think I probably did a lot of like self-reflection last year, but I think this year I probably actioned it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, My bill is $400 per hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, lower your expectations, which we discussed previously. Yeah. So just, yeah, exactly like what you said before. And just also on that, you know, everyone does things in a certain way and you can't expect the person sitting opposite you, your boyfriend, your partner, your mum, your dad to do those things like you do them. For example, um, you know, I might do something in a certain way, but Sarah, you know, might not do that and not, reacting to it but kind of accepting that you don't do the same thing it's like for yeah. example like um sarah's mum is obviously staying with her and stuff and your mum does a lot of things differently to you yeah and you have to learn to i tend to get frustrated you do yeah but i need to 
step back and be like, okay, she doesn't do things the way I do. And just because it's not the way I do it, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's wrong. Yeah. And it doesn't mean it's not going to get done or, yeah. or maybe it's like, do you know what? It doesn't matter. Things. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But like, I think a lot of us get triggered and angry because it's not the way we do things. And I think I learned this year to be like, fuck, okay. Like I know one situation that, that this won't apply for you. Yep. If someone's sitting opposite you and chewing, yeah. Oh my god, now that's one thing I can't. Well, do you? They can't. I, no, but like I, but also I wouldn't if I didn't know that person. I wouldn't tell them to close their mouth if it was you or like my sister or someone <laughs> in my family. I'd be like, "Yo, are you okay? Like, fucking hell, close your mouth." Yeah. But if it was someone I didn't know, I'm not going to sit there and be like. Did your mum teach you how to eat? Like I would never say that. I would sit there and I get frustrated. Yeah. But I don't say anything. Like I'm like sitting under the table, like oh, but I'm let it go. Or and I do this a lot with my mum. I actually get up and I step away from the room because I know if I'm out of the room, if someone's doing something annoying, if I'm out of the room, I don't hear it, mm-hmm. and then that's how I move on. I did it the other day with my mum when she was sitting on the couch and she kept sniffing and I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to lose it. Like, shut up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, tell you, you need to stand up, walk out of the room and come back. Yep. Next one. Um, number 11, live life like it's your last day. Like live each day like it's your oh, last. Oh, 100%. Um, I mean, this is what something that I feel like everyone's always said, but I feel like this year I'm just like you just never know. Maybe it's because we're getting older. There's a lot of stories we hear about sad like for example yesterday that jumping castle yeah. thing in tasmania like I, awful tragedy and i'm just like wow it's funny you say this because i actually saw a quote last night and it hit me hard i was like that's so true and from memory it was people have two lives mm-hmm. the life you live mm-hmm. and then the life you start living when you realize you've only got one life yeah true which we should always be living like that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but it's it's definitely like, don't get me wrong, it's definitely hard. Um, number 12. This, this is quite appropriate for us because we've yeah. had a bit of a bit of a week, both yeah. of us, haven't we? So number 12, you can still be friends with your ex and it's okay. Yeah. Now, again, like I said before in number one, I've never really had a relationship where I've been friends with an ex or someone I've dated. Like it's usually just like a hi, come in your life, hi, Mm -hmm. had fun, bye. Mm -hmm. Um, We've both been in strong communications with our ex the last few years. Yeah, like I've been in contact with my ex for like a couple of months now but I think I've seen him and he lives in Sydney. I think I've seen him twice in the last month, Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe more than that because I saw him, yeah, and I picked him up from the airport the other day. He's actually in Melbourne at the moment. Um, So, yeah, I feel like. It doesn't have to always end. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you You, can heal and you can be friends. you can be. And I think you have to think that there was a reason you were together. You generally liked the person. You had common interests. Like me, I was on the phone to my ex for well over half an hour the other day and Mm -hmm. I had to get off and I was like, but I'll call you back because I was thoroughly enjoying enjoying the conversation we were having. and it's like and I – But no feelings there. Yeah, exactly. Like I generally like love my ex like as a friend. Care for him. I hope you the best in life. Yeah, and like um, he literally just texted me then. Um, Weird. Um, But, yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. number 13. Do you want to say this one? Take risks. Yeah. 
Um, just in, in general, I just feel like for us, like I've always been a risk taker. More, much more than me. Yeah, I've always been a risk taker. But I feel like this year, just this kind of relates more to business. I feel like we've taken way more business risks. Yep. And I'm proud of us for doing that. And I don't like I've learned that it's okay to take those big risks in business. I think maybe I do take risks a lot, but in business, I've been probably more safe. I think maybe I like maybe that's a downfall on my part mm-hmm. in the relation business relationship yeah, because I always tend to play it safe. Yeah, and I maybe that's rubbed off on me in business. I don't know, but I, I feel don't like know. this year we've both kind of just been like, fuck it, like yeah. let's just do it. Doesn't work, doesn't work. Yep. At least we know. Gave um, it a try. Yeah, and it's even, for example, like we just shot on Monday this blue colour and I know you were kind of like, oh, and I was like, you know what, we need – to do these things to make the brand exciting, mm. people might love it, and pe- we've had such an amazing response from the blue color. And I'm yep. like, okay, that's a risk that might work, it might not. But yep. um, I think you have to kind of take risk, and I've learned that it's okay. I like that one, and yeah. thank you for rubbing off on me because me personally, I've I'm proud of all the risks I've taken this year. Yeah, hundred percent. They're all paying off. Yeah. Um, so now we're getting into some of the ones that Sarah's actually written down. So do you want to go on to number 14? Well, I don't I, know if I-, I actually want to throw one in there too mm-hmm. because I, I had it mentally written down and I just remembered it. Um, ghost and be ghosted. Oh, yeah. Explain why. I ghost people. But we had it literally had an episode. I cannot tell you what number of episode it was a few months ago where we spoke about Sarah being ghosted. Fucking karma. A hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Like ghost and be ghosted. If mm. I'm going to be a ghoster, be prepared to be ghosted, Sarah. True. Like drink True. some of your own bloody medicine. True. So maybe that's going to be a news resolution to me. Maybe I'd do it because I don't have the balls to be like, hey, you're, I'm not into you. I'm not going to talk to you mm. anymore. Don't know. Maybe. Um, so that's one, but this is legit one, and I know it gets up your grill too. Mm. I just didn't think to put it down, but it's annoying. One of my pet peeves mm. is people putting their boyfriend initials, names, or girlfriends' <laughs> names in their fucking Instagram and then got bio. Like in their Instagram bio with like a little love heart. It's like cute. I'm just like. <laughs> It's but then, so annoying. I think it's the generation. Well, I know we've had this discussion yeah. before. We were like, none of our friends do it. We were like, why do people do it? And we were like, because we've had the discussion that a lot of younger people use Instagram as a dating app. Yes, Snapchat, Instagram. That potentially could be a way of showing your relationship status. And I think that's exactly what it is. It's like us, like Tully and such and such a. Boyfriend, girlfriend, like, you know, on Facebook. Yes. I don't think kids do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen anyone do that. Like, oh, in a relationship or whatever. Yeah, that does get up my goat. Um, I just don't understand it. Or when they're, like, single. I think you're right. I think they. I think a lot of people use this dating app. Number 15. Well, I don't know if this is true. Well, you But. <laughs> I'm just reading it. Okay. okay. So I saw this on TikTok during the year and I was like, what I was thirty. Oh no, that makes sense. I was thirty-three years old when I learnt this. I, think I did know this. Yeah, go. Sand is called sand because it's between sea and land. Sand makes sense. Duh. Or is it just a coincidence? I don't know, but it makes sense when you say it like that. Sand is called sand because it's between sea and land. 
Yeah. Okay. The fact. Like, boom, mind blown. Mm, yeah, mind blown. Number 16, this is also one of Sarah's and mine as well, invest your money when you're young. Yeah. It's probably something I wish I did earlier. Yeah, I feel like I've had investments in the past, but I haven't been in control of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been something my dad controlled. But having said that, I think I already did this and learned. I invested $15,000 into Tallyloo when I first started it at 24. Yep. So I feel like, and I could have spent that money and gone overseas or whatever. 100%. And I feel like I learned that when I was quite young. Um, but where the world is going at the moment, um, it's so hard to buy houses. It's so hard to, inflation's like ridiculous. Yep. If you're listening to this and you're young, highly advise you to do something very smart with your money because um, in the long run it'll pay off. Yep. I think, and for us both personally, I think we've learned so much about the investing space in the last two months. Mm-hmm working with friends mm-hmm. and working with the boys from TVI. Yeah, and if you listen to the podcast two podcasts ago, yeah. Yeah, you will understand and we both consumed their user platform uh-huh. and for me, I remember the first time we went on, I was like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. this is Smart. how you make money with shares and stocks and crypto. Yeah. You buy at a price, wait and you hold it, wait till it gets to a certain price, sell it." That's where you make your money. Yeah. So I kind of already understood that. Yeah, that's my a, dad's stop, a stock yeah. broker, But like I think when you see something in front of you like that, like that pla- – yeah, if you haven't listened to that episode, highly advise you to listen to that, especially if you're thinking of investing any money. Yeah. Um, like we are talking about it yesterday with the boys. It's like why should we go spend $1,000 on a handbag? Yeah, okay, handbags probably after time – gain value but like you could essentially invest a thousand dollars into a crypto or something like that and then maybe you know in three four months time you might triple or your money might be times seven or something like that so you could buy seven bags so i don't know i think just if you're listening to this and i definitely invest your money when you're young and just do smart things yeah 100 percent um again this is kind of relevant to before but number 17 you, you only need you or like me. This mm-hmm. is what this I learned. I only need a few really good friends in my life. Yeah, and we've spoken about that on the podcast before. Um, over the last couple of months, I can't anyway. spread myself thin. Yeah, because me personally, I traditionally have been one that so many different fr- friendships group. Go here, go 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 there, go there. A lot of the relationships probably were a lot more superficial than mm-hmm. I would have liked. And so now my relationships with my my core people is such a true and honest one. And because I'm not spreading myself thin, I feel like I have more time for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yep. 18. 18 is you actually have to be present. Um, to control your reactions and when you're not present, present, that's when things spiral. Mm-hmm. And that's for me throughout the whole year, everything that's happened, I know I tend to get in my head mm-hmm. and if, say, someone's annoying me, if mum gave me the ear, it's in lockdown or something, I because I was so consumed with 
anger and frustration of everything else that else was going in my life that I couldn't control, that's when I would tend to really react in a uncontrolled manner and something mm-hmm. that some things that I haven't been proud of and I'm just like, oh, no, that's not cool. Like going back to the things you can't control, the things you can't control, mm-hmm. which help you then react in real-life present situations, even when people cut you off in traffic. Like now I'm like, cool, mm. mate, no worries. Instead of being like sticking my finger up, mm. getting angry and being like, well, my initial reaction will be like, fuck you. Yeah. Yep. Next. Number 19. This is Sarah's as well, but I like this one. It's <laughs> don't trust politicians. <laughs> Two weeks turns into six months. Yeah, literally. I don't even think we need to go into that anymore, but we don't trust. I actually don't. Nah, either I. But you know what? Like every government, every politician in the entire world is all corrupt. I just Personally, think that's it's... What I think. It's a power trip. It's oh, like an yeah. ego thing. It's like... They run it. They run it as their own business, and how? Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like, and maybe there are some politicians. I don't know, but I feel like they're just out for themselves. I would, they actually don't yeah. really care about the community. Yeah, I would personally. I, that's I, what I think. Would like to feel like my politicians cared about me. Yeah, but I just don't think that they do, and I've learned that this year as well. Number twenty, and again, going back to our last episode with the boys. <laughs> Crypto is cool. Yep. Personally, um, we've learned a lot about crypto in the last like two months uh, and it's kind of exciting and I feel like that's where the world is going. So it's really good to educate yourself and, you know, watch YouTubes, join the TBI community. Um, this is not sponsored by TBI no, either. But not at all. It's just generally like um, a really cool platform. Number 21, I just wrote this before because we had one left and I was – we spoke about it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, but do you want to say this or do you want me? Do you say it? Unread messages. I didn't know this until this year. Unread messages on Instagram doesn't mean unseen. So we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. So I get a lot of inbox messages, like even from like stories and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And sometimes like I don't want the other person to see that I've read it. Like, so I used to read it and then go unread. Yep. But for the other person, like, because I thought that it doesn't say that it's been read, like, because mm. you know how it says seen. But if you do that, the other person can say it's seen, even though it looks like it's unread from from my inbox. I didn't know that. I thought it was literally like it looked like you hadn't opened it. So I learned that this year, and now I do not do that. <laughs> I just don't open it. <laughs> you if don't, I don't click read it. it. Yeah, I'm actually really good with messages. I write back to like most people, but like when I say most people, I write back to everyone, but I get a lot of random DMs from guys or like just things that I don't want to open. So mm-hmm. I just don't open them. Yeah. I'm not going to say what are you looking forward to 2022? Cause like we've just said, let's not put any expectations mm. on it. Let's just take it as it comes. But for me personally, I don't know, maybe it's just because the last two months have been so much fun with my friends and family mm-hmm. that I forget the rest of the year. But there have been, like, look, there's been amazing moments for both of us this mm-hmm. year. The, your twins were born. Mm-hmm. Macy was born. Mm-hmm. Like 2021 hasn't been that bad. No, it hasn't. There's been some really fun. When we've been out and about, like at the start of the year, it was so much fun. Like yep. there's been really fun times. Um, it's the same with every year. You have really, really fun times. You have really, really low times. Um, but I've definitely learned a lot about myself this year. Even more than I think I did last year, I feel like I'm more content with life. I don't put too much 
I'm a perfectionist, quite a hard ass on myself. Um, not in the way that I want everyone to like me. I actually don't care if you don't like me, not in that way. I just, I, I'm hard on myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this year I've kind of learned to not be so hard on myself, if that makes sense. Like, again, it goes back to that control thing. Do you know what I think? Uh-huh. Maybe. I think you're starting to really like the person you are and be really comfortable with the person you yeah, are. Yeah, maybe. And maybe that just goes back from my history, like having an eating disorder, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I've always been You don't quite, want to punish yourself for anything. Yeah, anymore. and I've always been like really like. You've got an appreciation for who you are. Yeah, I think, I don't know. And maybe that's just from reflecting, who knows. But next year I'm like really, really excited. Like I really, really hope that we are able to travel again. Like I really want to go to Mexico. But um, Mexico is one of my favourite cities. I really want to go to LA for work, even though everyone's saying it's really dangerous at the moment, but I'd really love to get back to the States at some stage. And I really want to go to Europe. And I really hope that next year we can actually do that. I Look, I think we all hope that, but like – I think if we get out at the right time, we'll be able to get out. <laughs> um, I just really, yeah, I just, I feel like it's an exciting growth year for both of us and the business next year. Mm-hmm. Not that the last two years haven't, but I feel like next year is just going to be on another level. I have this weird feeling. Yeah. I've got really good feeling about opportunities, like everything. So I'm excited and I'm really excited for Christmas next week. Well, this week. I know. I'm so excited. First Christmas with the twins. How special. I know. I'm so excited. I'm excited to go home. There's nothing better about the energy about, I don't know, for me, it's like on Christmas Eve, like I meet you girls, go for a workout. I get home, pack my bags and even like the drive home, it's like, it's this excitement, like you have Christmas carols on. I even it's had so, that in the car today. And it's I was like, so exciting. Ooh. Like, and back at home where I'm from, um, a lot of us live in Melbourne and we all go out to the pub and stuff on Christmas Eve or all meet up and it's just a really fun vibe. Excited for that and then I really hope we get to Queensland because it's really fun at that time of the year. That's our tradition is to go to Queensland, see your dear friend Kylie. Yes, and I've got another friend who moved from London that's up there and we know a few people up there so it'll be fun. And there's always heaps of fun Melbourne people up there too. Like we kind of invade. Yeah. So I'm really excited for a break. I think it's a great time for everyone to reflect on their year. Everything, I hope everyone's year they can find some good mm-hmm. out of it because I think when you can focus on the good, good will grow. Yeah, of course. And um, if anyone is listening that may live in another state and you're originally from WA, I like, I cannot, like my heart goes out to you guys because the fact that you can't go home for Christmas is just absolutely fucked up. Yeah. And yeah, my DMs are always open if anyone is struggling because it is a hard time of the year, Christmas, and it should be celebrated with family. And it really sucks that um, a lot of you guys can't, can't celebrate with family. Even yeah. now, some of our closest friends that have, well, yeah. a lot of our friends are from WA, to be honest. Yeah, it's really, it's honestly, it's fucked up and it makes me really sad. And I'm sorry. And um, I just hope we, as a collective can all make your Christmas as special as it can be this year. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I was saying to a friend oh, a few days ago, actually, um, they're unable to go see their family for border reasons. And I was like, honestly, like, do you know what? Out of all this, just you've got a roof over your head. You can feed yourselves. You've yeah. got friends. You've got family you're celebrating with. Like there's a lot of people that don't have that. So yeah. just maybe this year's just going to be a little bit different. 
Um, so there's always a positive out of each situa- situation. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, happy Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yes, we all hope you have a beautiful Christmas. Eat lots of food, drink heaps of margies. 2021, over and out, and we will see you in 2022. Stay well, guys. Look after one another. Love you guys. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.